trending news right now. What's happened in the world of social media? Looking at the last 24 hours and news-wise with Adekunle Owalabi, social media commentator. And uh, how are you today, um, Adekunle? How are you on this Thursday? Hi, yes. I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Always great to catch up. Uh, let, let's start on uh, hashtag Afroforum today. Uh, Afroforum saying that Home Affairs did not allow procedure when it came to deploying border guards. We were speaking about a documentary that Afroforum had compiled in terms of what happens at our borders. They started by looking at Zimbabweans' borders, and the next one was to be uh, looking at Mozambique. So then now they're saying this is what they found. For them, Home Affairs did not follow procedure in deploying border guards. I think one would expect um, Afroforum to, uh, I'm not uh, really surprised personally that Afroforum would uh, would come up with uh, with, uh, with such a di- discovery and um, and they're actually right and to to point that out not just as an opposition but also to also let the the ruling party to know that if they will be making laws it is really important that these laws uh, are uh, pro- properly uh, followed and um, I mean this uh, um, request or this law has n- even not been gazetted and um, but the, the border guys already been employed and and they also pointed out key uh, factors on the procedures and how these people were hired that because the reason why we're deploying uh, border guys is because we we could see that people were actually um, um, coming through maybe through defenses through corruption allegation um, I mean alleged corruptions at the at the border gate and all sort of things like that. So Army Forum is really concerned that is this going to really uh, bring the result that we deserve that we will actually want. And also he also they also think that um, they should have actually followed the right procedure in getting this um, this um, implemented, which is important. Yes. So there is something that they're saying that uh, is relevant legislation and that's not yet been gazetted. And that despite this, guards have been deployed and issued with firearms. But could we wait, though, for, for this to be gazetted? We know the pressure when it comes to our borders and what the Home Affairs Department and Minister is having to deal with currently. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I do not understand. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of pressure on the Home Affairs uh, Minister and um, and also with the whole um, um, uh, Operation Dudula and the citizens' arrest that we've also seen happening and protests around um, uh, migrants in the community, in the country, rather. And we, I, I do not entirely sure what exactly is, is, is influencing the the pressure on the minister, uh, which without him not um, waiting on this to be um, um, gazetted and and also waiting on, on. I mean, it's if we have to extradite this, they should know that. This is in a need, and but without that being happening, and now um, we're giving Afroforum uh, more uh, more reasons to. They're actually on the citizen side, and and if we should look at it objectively, and I think the the minister and the Home Affairs Ministry should have actually waited and actually followed the the right procedure regarding this. And uh, in terms of then uh, that letter that's been sent by Afroforum to the Minister of Home Affairs, uh, Aaron Mutualedi, they're saying they're waiting for clarity on the process followed in deploying uh, these border guards. Do we know what the update is there? 
Um, it, I mean, it, it's expect, we probably expect the, the minister to, to, to respond. And um, I'm sure um, they're probably preparing a, a response to them. Maybe this response will probably also be justified um, on the reason why they couldn't wait, um, um, be, uh, why they had to act as quick as they did in deploying these uh, border guards. And, and um, I think they were probably thinking of what response to give. And, and this, they have to be justified because I do not think AfriForum would would, uh, would would take you with a pinch of salt. They're probably going to push further up and and under, and get to to ensure that um, the the ruling party uh, make uh, um, justifiable decisions, especially when it comes to um, the, this situation around immigration. Mind you, um, Afroforum also they they are aware of this situation too, but I think they are also just making sure that we are not uh, wasting resources and we are actually working and um, in actually achieving the goals. And over and above that, uh, working and uh, making sure that we don't waste resources, the concern uh, also on AfriForum side is about the rushed training of the guards. But does that necessarily mean that if uh, relevant legislation has not yet been gazetted and uh, guards have been deployed, that that means they are lacking in training? It's been rushed. Um, it, it could be. Uh, I mean, considering the fact that they did mention that um, some of these um, guards were from the military, they were some were from the SAPS as well, and and some, I think it's it's actually valid because it is really important that uh, the credentials and the experience of the border guards are. Um, uh, properly, um, uh, I think we should all understand how, how it how they did it. So because it was sort of rushed, and 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 that brought a bit of questions as well. Um, just for them to be able to take, I uh, think maybe there might be a parliament uh, inquiry around this, and 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 the 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 citizens of the country also need to also understand if necessary and uh, and share with us how this actually happened. Then I think the Afri Forum will will be understanding if that they can do that for them. Okay, let's take a short break. We'll continue with our trending news talking. Hashtag Kenya elections next. This is uh, SFM Sound Awake in conversation with social media commentator, journalist and academic speaker, Adekunle Owolabi. Okay. Trending news right now. At 11 minutes past four, then we talk uh, hashtag Kenya elections now. So Kenya elections, Raila Odinga versus William Roto, uh, the deputy president currently. Uh, it's a tight race there in Kenya, Ade. What can you tell us? Um, I have actually been <laughs> watching this election uh, closely. At some point in time, we saw the the, the, the reports um, going in favor of William Ruto. And I think about some hour, another like two hours, then Raila Odinga overtook. Now, as of now, they're sitting at... Um, um, 51.27 uh, percent. Now we see Raila um, actually um, getting ahead, and um, just less than a million um, vote uh, difference. And this is quite interesting. And um, from the feedback that we're getting on Twitter, some were even saying that at the time Raila was was losing um, based on the count, and people were actually saying, "Oh, I think Raila Odinga should actually go and rest now. He's been trying to be president for for a very long time, and all that." And and, and now it looks like he's 
his, his wish is actually going to happen and with the way, uh, with the nature of the result at the moment. And I mean, considering uh, William Ruto as well, who's been the deputy president and um, is uh, we're not sure the vote has not been counted yet and uh, not been finalized yet rather and um we just have to keep watching it and uh, and see what this might end up to be but if should if if it goes in Rylas on Dinger's um favor i think there might be quite a lot of um um story that will be coming out from him i can imagine what his speech would probably be because he's been trying for quite a long time to be the president of of, of kenya so it's been quite a lot of misreactions coming on twitter a lot of messages and there also been allegations of report of violence and disruption in some of the pollings and stations as well and and that's um I'm 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 not entirely sure how that is impacting the the vote count, but um, I'm following it closely, and uh, we just uh, can't wait to see uh, what the final result would be. Very rarely do you hear somebody being referred to as a veteran opposition, and that's exactly what's happened there in Raila Odinga's case. As you say, he's been trying to run for presidency. Uh, well, as it's as you also say, uh, so far voting is showing that he's on the lead at 52 percent as at yesterday and uh, William Ruto at 47%. But analysts are citing that uh, this the results are too close to call. Um, in terms of winning, though, candidates need more than 50% of votes. Is it likely that that will be the case, or uh, could we go to runoff elections there in 30 days? I, I think I think um, runoff might maybe out of out of the question now because um, as at um, as at right now, um, I mean Ryla has actually broken the fifty percent um, count, and William is uh, Ruto is still um, on forty eight, and um, there's there's a possibility that I mean should Ryla gets um, maybe another million vote and then there wouldn't be any need for a runoff. And uh, that is if Ruto doesn't get any vote count from what he really has right now. And we never can tell if there might still be more count that might be in his favor because, I mean, I mean like yesterday, uh, Ruto was leading and I was just wondering, okay, what is really going on here? And all of a sudden, uh, we saw Riley just overtook um, in the count. So it's, 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 um, we just have to keep watching watching it uh, closely and just uh, see what the final count would be. Then that would determine if there would be, okay, it has actually moved a little bit now. So at the time I'm talking to you, it's, uh, it's got a 48% now. So mm. there might be a runoff if, if they have, uh, if the margin is really, really close. And um, I do not know how that would be like, but um, it looks like uh, Raila might just be the, the next president in Kenya. Interesting times. It's quarter past four if you've just joined us in conversation with Adekunle Olabi in our trending news, uh, trending topics segment. The uh, poor voter turnout that was also cited by analysts. Is it a wonder? Because Kenyans are dealing with the high costs of living there, which are a problem, as well as high unemployment. And there have been many uh, promises made by previous administrations. So lethargy could set in. 
Um, th that is also true, uh, Asanda. And um, I, prior to the election, there was a lot of media campaigns um, and, and uh, digital campaigns as well that was actually encouraging the young, the young people of Kenya to actually come out to vote. There were debates. There were a lot of social uh, event activities, and um, that were actually being pulled out so that they can actually encourage the younger people to vote. And and we could also see that happening in Nigeria as well because Nigeria is also scheduled to go for election in February. And there have been quite a lot of um, campaign around this. And the, the question now is, why are young people not uh, interested in voting? Why are young people not interested in election? That is a conversation for another time, obviously. But that is, we can see that is also impacting on the outcome of elections. And if we really want to see um, changes in governance policies that affect young people, it is really important that they actually come out to, to, to vote and be part of the decisions that will be made uh, for, for for the country and for a country like Kenya, which is um, playing a key part in the in the on of of, of Africa, and um, it's, it is really critical for this election to be fair and free and, and see that um, it really indeed a fair election. Yes, yeah, that's what we want. We want fairness and we want uh, no violence reported at all. H hashtag ESCOM now. Uh, let's talk about uh, what happened yesterday. There was a warning that uh, uh, stage two load shading would be implemented at short uh, notice, was supposed to have ended midday. Uh, what were the reasons this time? Um, I mean, interesting. Um, we we head into spring now in in, in South Africa, and um, we could we really uh, blame the previous um, load shedding maybe too high um, high uh, demand because of the weather. And but this time around, it, it is it is not. ESCOM is actually putting that warning, saying that they they might implement load shedding, and 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 also this this is as a result of uh, there's a delay in the, with the two generation plant and uniting in Kusile uh, and Andrina and this is uh, the reason why this is um, this the one that was put out for this uh, low shedding um, that will be carried out in the country so uh, I mean it, it, this is this is really like um, becoming a ton in the flesh now and um, and I know that the president is really worried and the country is concerned not just concerned we all worried uh, about what is really happening with the ESCOM and um, and we all know the role energy plays in the not just uh, from the economy also for the for the everyday life activities that we have in the, in, in the country this is, I mean, we from the poll that you shared about the, the currency, we can see the impact of the RAND, how the RAND is taking a beating from the dollar. And uh, we all trying to see how the economy is going to strive and get back on to where we want it to be. But if we can get ESCOM to come to, to, to play its part, I don't think that um, dream of reviving the economy is really going to happen anytime soon. Mm. Let's shift then to some a little bit of uh, sports news. Uh, I think uh, I'll hand over to you on this one to give us a, a wrap. Uh, quite a few things happening there. Real Madrid uh, adding the UEFA Super Cup to their collection of trophies. Also, Mdudu Shabalala being uh, scoring the first uh, senior goal for Kaiser Chiefs, as well as uh, Patrice Mutsepe launching the CAF African Super League. Uh, wow, it it's can it's it's it, this is not this is a good time. Well, I'm I'm not really going to be speaking much about Kazachi because I'm a Paris fan. But I mean, I this don't, I have don't, to... don't. <laughs> be a journalist now. <laughs> don't be a <added. laughs> uh, 
Uh, unfortunately, I have to I have to wear the journalist hat right now. Um, I mean, Duduzi Shabalala became the third youngest player to score for Kaiser Chiefs, and he's um it's a very um quite a brilliant young man, and um and I think he's he's got a bright future on him. There's the the love is received on social media from the fans. It's amazing. I'm even jealous, and but it's okay. So it's 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 quite interesting to see um you know this kind of uh, talent. And um, this type of talent actually coming out uh, from the country and, and and playing beautiful football and enjoying the game as well. I mean, with uh, Real Madrid as well, date is the fifth uh, Super Cup that they've clinched. Uh, it was more like a David Goliath kind of uh, scenario. And um, uh, it was sort of predictable to know that uh, Real Madrid is going to actually win this one. And um, I mean... Karim Benzema has been he's been in best form since last season and this season, and uh, well, um, they, I'm sure they're celebrating now. They'll be celebrating the whole week, and um, the league is also started there in La Liga. Um, uh, congratulations to them. And um, with uh, Patrice Mosepe, um, so, uh, you know, putting up this um, Super League, I think it's actually good. It's, it's I think quite impressive to to know that we have someone like him heading the calf and uh, putting his vision and putting. Uh, the 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 African league and African football into the world map and actually promoting it and also making sure that every issue that they had that we had in the in the league in the in the tournament that we're playing is actually being uh, changed and this is really going to be a game changer. It's going to attract more talent. It's going to actually grow the industry. It to bring more revenue. It to bring more reforms and and and, and infrastructure and all sort of things and uh, beyond just the game. It will also bring uh, improve the economy as well. And um, one can it, it can never ask for for a, a better visionary than as he is right now. So I'm speaking as a football fan, and I think um, we 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 should see what is going. I wish I just wish him all the best and making sure that this vision is being uh, being actualized. So it's mm. a it's a Premier League is also back, so everyone is excited. We are looking forward to to the game. PSL is back, and. Um, yeah, it's actually uh, it's it's a good time to for the weekend. There's a lot of things happening as well. A lot of matches coming up as well. Oh, all the things, uh, sports and especially soccer sports. But what do you think about uh, Real Madrid's coach Carlo Ancelotti wanting six trophies out of six this season after this win uh, from uh, Eintracht Frankfurt of two nil. Um. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, I mean. It's got the experience. Is. Um. I mean. It's been compared to to the to the likes of your Pep Guardiola as well, and they've got that rivalry happening. And I mean, he's. It's a. He's a brilliant coach, and he's hungry for more. He wants to. He, he doesn't even need to prove any worth as well, because he's got all the. He's got all the. Um. All the credentials. He's won everything, and and I think. Um. It's. It's. It's also understandable for him to want more and um, one can never get enough of the trophies so he's he's actually he's got a, a I mean a strong um, uh, a, a Real Madrid team that is informed and he's, he's ready to, to take them to wherever they want to go so congrats to him once again and the, and the team so I'm I'm happy I'm happy that he's happy he's enjoying this, his time at Madrid they had their setback at some point in time but I think now they're informed Barcelona is also um acquiring more talent and they want to also challenge them in La Liga and probably see if they can get the Champions League this time around. So it's going to be quite a stiff one. Man City is also fortified too. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a hell of a, of a time this Champions League season.
All right. Well, Sakol M. Tata sends a message and says, Asa, the Pirates fan is my kind of guy. <laughs> you are Sakol's kind of guy. Uh, you know what? There's never going to be neutrality when it comes to Kaiser Chiefs and Pirates. But let's leave it there on the sports front. On entertainment, let's touch a little bit on Kim Kardashian, who has slammed her ex-husband, I don't know if he's estranged or ex now, Kanye West, for making a mockery of her breakup. So she had been dating Pete Davison, They've uh, broken up now after nine months of a relationship. And, of course, Kanye West had something to say about that. What do you make of her defending him? Uh, we know after breakups, people can be sour. But she's uh, taking, a, I guess, a mature stance and, and uh, uh, defending this now ex-boyfriend from the ex-husband. Are you there? I think our connectivity issues are uh, taking a toll. Um, hi, Ada, I understand you're back. Did you hear my question? Yes, yes. sorry about that. Um, so um, uh, it's so expected of her to, to have done that. And, and I think... Um, I think um, we don't really understand or know the details of why they broke up, and 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 now that um, Kanye West and uh, and Kanye West fans are also taking a jab at Pete, so I think it is really insensitive of, of him to, to to you know to make mockery of of the of, of what they shared and what they had, and um, it is I think it's uh, commendable of, of of Kim to have actually stood up for for Pete in this uh, in this situation, and I I mean if if at all I think uh, Kanye West need to. It is really important for him to actually respect our decision if she's going to be on her own. I've, yeah, they've shared uh, children and, and all that. So I know divorce and all that becomes really messy and emotional and all of that. But when, he, when you're not involved in threats and, uh, and a bit of animosity as well, then it's, it's, it's worrying. And I mean, there was a time, you know, there have been a lot of memes and messages, threats that have been flying around in this situation and i think kim kardashian did the right thing to have actually called him out and and also come in defense of pete as well and um we don't know why they broke up and they might still come back together we don't know and uh, but i mean kanye west needs to really uh he needs to get busy with his fashion and his music now and and not uh take this really too far also, I mean, this guy's schedules, eh? And I mean, the distance because of they have to work, they have to travel, and that can be a struggle. And I don't know how the rest of us navigate through these long distances, or not really long distance, but having to travel while you are within a relationship and you've got this schedule that's just hectic. You and I can probably relate to that. How do you think couples should uh, go through this type of thing? Does it require one to say right at the beginning, at the onset, let's sit down and have a conversation? Or we'll go with it as it comes, because we also don't know the direction that our careers will take. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I think I I, I always have this uh, philosophy personally, like you're yeah, an individual first before you partner with someone, and and I think um, partner comes, they go, they stay, depending on how how long they do but you are yourself so i think if you're with someone i think it's really important that the person understand um the kind of person you are the nature of your work uh, your career your aspirations and i wouldn't think it's ideal for someone to let go of their dreams of their career because of uh, of a partner in my opinion yes. and i think i think they might have had a conversation 
direction and think it will work because they were both aware of their work and maybe it didn't work out uh, or maybe that's what they wanted us to think it is so whatever it is i think it is their private life and they think they should deal with it amicably and then and also not involve so many people you know prefer australia's uh, fans in their private life but i mean they're public people but the media would definitely would want to know and tell the fans what is happening so i think it's i, I think it's ideal for someone to just respect that partner and their career all right let's leave it there thanks again for joining us on this friday uh, what are the plans for this weekend are you speaking anywhere um this um uh, this weekend i'm not speaking anywhere this weekend i'm just running off my time in nigeria and i'll be heading back uh, to the uae very soon and um uh, nothing really much i'll just be spending time with family this side and uh, if there's a wedding just a party or something i'm sure i would definitely um go around it and see because i'm still exploring and um and i'll also be watching football and, and just relaxing yeah nothing much okay all right thanks again for joining us i have a great one Thank you, Sandra. It's always good to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank oh, you. Our pleasure. Adekunlo Walabi is a journalist, academic speaker, digital strategist, and social media commentator on our trending news.